0: Good morning, second servicers. Is that a word? (laughs) Man, first service was amazing. And I'm like, Lord, that was so incredible. And I felt him say, yeah. And second service is going to be incredible, too, because he's in the house. And we've brought a sacrifice of praise, amen, and he inhabits that. So he is here with us. I was in Canada last week visiting family, and I was watching everybody online. And I saw the snow. It was snowing in Canada. And I'm like, Jesus, you turned the water into wine. Can you make the palm trees happen? change the pine trees into palm trees i want to see the ocean i need some warmth i need some sand (laughs) but you know god has planted us here and it feels good to be in the house and there's nothing better than to get to share what i believe the lord gave me right here with family so i'm glad you all came I believe he has a word that he wants to impart this morning. Yesterday was my study day, so this is really fresh. Um, The Holy Spirit began to merge two themes for me, and normally... You know kind of how I like to prepare is I, I I'm kind of leaning into some um, other anointed men and women of God who speak and it just kind of gets me fired up and I begin to listen for a theme what is God doing and saying and this time I felt very strongly to not do that just to be still I even brought Alexa into my room and I had to take her back out so it was just me and my Bible, and my notes, and Jesus, and he began to weave something, and I'm so thankful for what he did. So this morning... I've entitled this Alignment for Assignment. And like I told first service, then I changed it and I called it um, the three seasons that we can be in. Three different things he highlighted to me um, recover, restore, and rest. And then I changed it again and I called it Hold on to Your Alignment. And then I changed it one more time and I had Recover, Restore, Rest. And then if that doesn't happen, then we end up in Rehab. Holy Spirit Rehab, and I don't know if you've ever been in rehab, Holy Spirit Rehab, but I'll tell you what, that's a whole other deal. So this morning, he has something for you, and I believe, just like Pastor Lance said, he's going to break some things open. In fact, when we were singing in worship, and we were singing about, you know, um, don't hold back my soul, because there's a sound within you. There's a lion within you, and I believe this morning that that is exactly what the Spirit of God wants to wake up, is the lion within you, and not only is it the lion of the the tribe of Judah that's within you, but there is a deposit of God in your life that he is highlighting. There's a sound and a movement you can bring to your sphere of influence and he is going to highlight that for you this morning because the time is now God has something for you right now no one else can do it it is only you it is imperative this morning that you begin to lean into what the Holy Spirit wants to say because I have felt his presence so strong and I have wrestled with this word and I began to see how much the father loves his people that he would call us to a place of accountability and that he would call you to a place where he asks you what have you done with the deposit that my son paid for in your life what is that thing that he has asked you to do that he has put within you so I want to give you the definition this morning of alignment Alignment is a position of agreement or alliance, the correct position in relation to something else. It's an arrangement in which two or more things are positioned in a straight line. And this hair is bothering me. All right, wasn't in a straight line. I love it that this definition of alignment is to be parallel. Anytime we're out of alignment, our energy is drained, and nothing seems to work quite right. We've got health issues. In fact, when you're out of alignment physically, and I don't know how many of you have ever been out of alignment, but I'm probably the worst to go to the chiropractor, even though I'm walking like a whole S-curve, and I'm in super pain. I went to the chiropractor, and he did some cracking on me. And one time, I heard my neck snap so loud, I thought he killed me. And it freaked me out. But I began to feel the blood flow, and the pinched nerve began to have some freedom. And I wasn't in pain anymore, and I was able to walk straight. And when you're driving a car, and it's out of alignment, those of you mechanics you all know when you're driving you get that wear and tear and and with the, the steering wheel you're trying to drive straight but it's pulling to the right it's pulling to the left when you're out of alignment things just don't flow and spiritually when we're out of alignment the anointing of God doesn't flow quite right and it's the anointing of God which is the power and presence of God flowing in in us and through us that affects the world it is the anointing of God and only the anointing of God that can break bondages that can destroy yokes that can open up doors that no one else can open, that can demolish walls, that can crush chains, that can set you on a path that you find yourself in rooms with people that you didn't even know that God would put you in because you are on assignment. Your alignment with Jesus Christ, your alignment with the Spirit of God has everything to do with the assignment that is on your life. And the assignment that is on your life is so important that it affects generations to come. If we really understood the power of God, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that he dwells within us, I think we would hold nothing back. But we get tripped up in several areas of our life And the flow starts to slow down. And many of you have been in a place where you've experienced tremendous flow of the Spirit of God. The anointing was moving. It was sharp. You were hearing. God was directing you. It was not dependent on circumstances. Let me just say that. Sometimes circumstances will come in our lives and it will be distracting, but you can still hear. You can still find the flow, just like we talked about The prisoners who began to praise Jesus and the prison doors were open when you find yourself in that place there are two choices you can either push through the things that are wearing you down and that are slowing you down and that are stealing your focus And you can push through in the things that God has called you to do and by faith declare, this is what he's asked me to do and I'm going to move in that direction no matter what it looks like. Or you will dig in your heels, you'll define your own path, and then you'll justify your actions. Or you're not going to say that you reject Jesus Christ because we don't really want to say that. But the truth is we are because we want it to be our own way. So we start to push against the things that we think are resisting us. In fact, some things come into our lives to protect who you are and what God has called you to do. So what I want to just reiterate is that when we come out of alignment, there are going to be things in our lives that will be tested there are things that will shake you there are things that will expose who you are at the core of your being your values your beliefs your relationships and the call and anointing on your life will come under extreme pressure this happens to all of us you will have questions you're gonna have doubts you'll struggle with fears And in that place God wants to reveal himself to you and he wants to remind you what really matters and there are a lot of things that are important in the body of Christ there are a lot of things that are important in your life and in my life but I'll tell you what When the anointing of God can flow through you as a mother, as a daycare worker, as somebody who holds a nine-to-five job, and it doesn't feel very spiritual, but people come into your workplace, and they are assignments. They are assignments. I had a client who came into my workplace last week, and she walked up to the counter, and before she left, she said to me, I just want you to know that I came in for one thing, but I left Knowing Jesus. And I now pray, and my kids now pray. And I'll tell you what, that means everything. Even though I have days where I'm like, what am I doing here? This is not my thing. But as long as there is an assignment, as long as there is something the Spirit of God wants to connect you to, you don't leave that place because you just don't like it. It's not our will. It's his will that matters. His will. His will. Time and time again in the Old Testament, Jesus would get away and just seek his Father. He would spend time in prayer just so that he could hear clearly. We have to be able to hear clearly, and it has everything to do with with letting the anointing of God flow in your life assignment alignment for assignment if I say it three times I'll say it 33 more times until you walk out of here and that's all you hear because the spirit of God wants to remind you today how important you are he wants to remind you today that the deposit of God within you is meant to break bondages in other people's lives in your children's lives and how do I know this how can I be up here and I tell you this because my life was once so bound up. I had heard the word, I grew up in a Christian home, I had experienced Jesus, but there was so much fear in my life. There was so much pain in my life. And then when I entered into my first marriage, and it was horrible, then I began to doubt what my values really were. Then I began to question my beliefs, and when I tell you that this message, I'm just going to say it, came out of my BS, my belief system, I, I know. Y'all were like, wow, she's going to go there, right? The whole church. <laughs> y'all go there when you walk out. Listen, my belief systems, the Spirit of God wanted to highlight them and free me so that I could fully walk into the things he's called me to be. And like Pastor Lance said, We're on a journey. I'm on a journey. But at this age in my life, I can no longer afford to drag my heels, to slow down, to compromise, to make things polite so that other people can be happy. And meanwhile, I cannot boldly speak the truth. Those days, my friends, are over. They are over. They are over. We are living in a day where the world is blatant. You think they're apologizing for their value systems? I don't hear that on the news. We are living in a time where it is critical that the body of Christ rises up, stands on their two feet, and takes ownership of the things that Jesus Christ has paid a high price for. A high price for. All right, moving along. The Holy Spirit gave me three things that I want to highlight for you this morning. There are seasons and each season God longs to be something for you that you need and he wants to give you something but every single season is going to require something of you we don't just skate through this life there's something that Holy Spirit is going to be highlighting for you this morning that requires not just a reaction it requires a response and your response to god will either align you with his purpose and activate the flow and the anointing on your life or it won't some of you are either in or being called to a season of recovery The definition of recover is the action or process of regaining possession or control of something that was lost or stolen. I'm going to talk to you a little bit from Samuel 30, verses 8 through 18. The Amalekites were fierce enemies of Israel. They were ruthless warriors bent on destroying the people of God. And this has never stopped to this day. David, King David, and his men had gone out to fight alongside the Philistines against the enemy. Now this is interesting because the Philistines said one time they were the enemy. And now David came alongside and he said, I'm going to join forces with the Philistines against the enemy and we are going to win. When David and his army show up, the Philistine commanders said this is not going to happen what if they turn on us they were afraid of David and his men and all that he stood for what if they turn on us send them home send them back David and his army were rejected and they were sent home have you ever been in a place where you sense that you are supposed to do something that's right that's godly that's going to bring victory that's going to make a difference only when you get there to find out that you're being rejected you're being misunderstood and you're being sent back home let me tell you what happened to King David when he got back home he noticed that his camp was completely burned to the ground it was in absolute ruins their wives and their children had been taken he walked through a place of desolation and had questions and not only that but his very own men became bitter because their wives and their children had been taken and they plotted against him how they would stone him do you get this this is a leader this is a leader. And his own people are turning against him and they begin to plot I know many of you have been in that place but I love this verse but David found his strength in God you want to talk about alignment that's happening right here verse 7 David inquires of the Lord should I pursue these Amalekites Will I catch them? Verse 8. Oh, I love this line. And the Lord answered. When we ask and inquire of the Lord, he wants to respond. The Lord answered, and this is what he said. Go after them. And you will overtake them, and without fail, you will recover all that was taken from you. So David and his men plundered the Amalekites and recovered all that had been taken. And I want you to note something here. The promise of a win had been given, but the battle still needed to happen. For some of you, there's been a promise of a win, but it is required of you to still walk through a battle. Can I remind you that when the battle is fierce and when you're looking at what's required, God already knew it. He gave you a promise of a win. You must go forward into that next assignment on your life so that you can recover what he wants you to recover and bring back to your house. Can I hear an amen? This is a mighty thing that God is asking. And he wouldn't ask it. If he didn't already make provision for it, wouldn't it be great if, if when David inquired, inquired of the Lord that the Lord said, return back home, your wife's waiting for you, your kids are going to be there, the ruins are all going to be rebuilt, that'd be great. But he promised him a win and David was obedient and he went into battle and he recovered all the next season some of you might be in some of you are being called into this season is the season of restoration through repentance in the book of Joel we read how the locusts which were an animal like grasshopper had eaten all of the vegetation and left the land in ruins The people in the book of Joel were actually not following hard after God. They had rejected him. They were living for themselves. In short, God was not worshipped as the one true God. There was sin in the land and in the hearts of the people. And the prophet Joel had come with a message of repentance what I love is the metaphor associated with this definition is the total annihilation of all that makes life good. During this season, there is a call to repentance and a return back to God, an alignment so that the land and the hearts of the people could heal. What is it today that is eating up the good soil the vegetation in your life in your family in your business in your church in your ministry in your calling what is it what is that grasshopper that locust that has come to devour those areas in your life as a result of you compromising what it means to follow Jesus like we sang this morning with everything with everything Every single time I water something down, every single time I second-guess myself, every single time my focus shifts, and I'm more aware of what I'm doing or what I'm not doing, where I fall short, who I compare myself to, every single time I do that, I lose ground. Where do I lose ground? In the very things that the Lord has given me so that the oil of his anointing can flow so that the people in my life can sense his presence so that there can be breakthrough so that there can be provision so that there can be healing so that there can be deliverance don't kid yourself every single decision and choice that we make that fall short of what Jesus Christ has paid for and asked us to do affects the people in your life and this morning this message is so strong strong because I feel the heart of the father this comes on the heels of Easter where we celebrated the blood of Jesus and the freedom that Christ paid for us so what do you do this Sunday with that freedom this is a message of accountability and I was telling Pastor Lance in the first service how I wished I could give you something happy and funny but then I would be out of alignment Because I need to be obedient to what the Spirit of God is calling us to today. Because there is a shift coming and there is a next level coming. There's something in the spirit realm that God wants to do that requires our obedience. It requires us to step up into the next thing and to fully own what he has paid for, that he has given to you. There are some of you sitting here this morning, you have cried out for the power of God. You have cried out to him for change in your life. He is already done everything that we need. We are crying out for a mighty move of the Spirit of God. Let me ask you this. What more is he supposed to give? The move that is supposed to happen is the move of our hearts towards him. That's where the move happens. That's where the move of revival begins. When our hearts burn with a passion for the things that Jesus Christ has already paid a price for. That's when the move of the spirit that you've been crying out for begins to manifest itself. We are not here waiting for something to happen. He has paid the price in full. It is now our turn to Step boldly into all that He has called us to do. And we, as a people of God, have a mandate on our lives to be the light, to preach the truth, to be uncompromising in our values, to not be afraid to stand up for the things that we believe in. Whether or not the person in front of you is healed the minute you pray, you don't stop. You keep going. You press forward because the anointing of God wants to flow through your life. What is blocking that flow in your life today? It is critical and necessary that we allow the Spirit of God to have His way because He's a good Father. He's a good Father and He loves you. This is because He loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. If he loved the world then, don't you think he loves it today? He loves it today. And we are to be his hands and his feet. Another season that he led me to was the season of rest through quietness. In Mark 6, verse 30, The apostles returned to Jesus from their ministry trip and they told him all that they had done and what they had taught. The ministry had been so busy for Jesus and the apostles and there were so many people coming and going that Jesus and his apostles did not even have time to eat. What a weight loss program that is. And many of you who serve in the local church or that God has called you to a ministry, you know the weight and the responsibility of the hearts of people when they come to you for help. It's all you can do to not sometimes buckle under that weight. And yet, in the middle of your weariness, Holy Spirit would draw you away and invite you to come away with him and by yourself, by yourself, by yourself. You don't bring anything else with you. You come by yourself so he can repair you and prepare you for what's coming. It's difficult to come away from ministry because often our identity lies there and yet to be vulnerable and to be with him is probably the safest place where we could ever be do not resist when you feel Holy Spirit drawing you and inviting you to a place of rest and quietness it is necessary not because you're in a timeout but because he's getting you ready for something that is amazing and incredible and he needs your attention it is critical everything that he does for us is because of his love is because of his goodness this is why he calls us to a place of alignment, a place of accountability, so that our yes to God, our agreement with what he has for us, lines us up in a place where the anointing of God in our lives can freely flow. Freely flow. No kinks, no blockage. The Spirit of God, the anointing on your life, needs a place to flow and grow. And for many of you, you're being Activated this morning. You think you have reached a place, you think that there's some things that you're contending for, but it's nothing compared to what Jesus Christ wants to do. Because this life, my friends, is not about us, it's not just about us, it's about others. It's about others. Jesus wants to entrust you with his people. We can't serve a people that we don't love. And this morning I asked the Lord, "Father, let me see your people the way that you see them. I don't want to see you through my eyes. I want to see what he sees." And I begin to see little fireworks all over this sanctuary everywhere. Fireworks were going off. Lights were coming on. And I saw the love of the Father pouring out like a mighty rainstorm. His rain is coming. His rain is coming into your life. His peace is coming into your life. His truth is coming into your life. And what would stop you from receiving is what exactly the plan of the enemy is. And that is to cause you to question is God who he really says that he is when things don't go your way when you've prayed for somebody and you've contended and the healing that you want to see you haven't seen when your lost loved one has hasn't yet come to Jesus and it's been years are you gonna throw in the towel are you gonna give up on God are you gonna dig your heels in and justify why it's no longer worth it to serve Jesus when he gave it all when he paid the highest price because he loves you. I don't know where you're all at this morning. And I know that this is a strong word, but you can all handle it because the Lord gave it and you're here today. And he's calling us up higher because he wants to show us more of who he is are you content with where you're at are you content I'm not content I'm not content there's more for you there's more for you the power of alignment whether you are called to battle in order to recover where need to repent in order for restoration to occur rest in order to prepare and repair for what he calls you to do next it's the alignment on your life that causes the anointing to flow it's what will break bondages crush chains Your alignment with God during whatever season of your life will cause doors to open, breakthroughs to happen. Your alignment to God is what makes hell nervous. It is required if you're going to walk in your place of authority and influence. What is God requiring of you during the season of your life that you're in right now? Your yes to him Your yes to him is the key to unlocking not only your destiny, but the destiny of others. What do you need to let go of in order to let the anointing of God flow? Let me tell you something. Placement is everything. If the enemy cannot shut down your anointing, he'll work really hard at getting you out of place. You can be anointed of God and in the wrong place, in the wrong relationship he will fight you on it because the enemy knows the importance of the anointing of God on your life little King David when he was a shepherd boy his own dad didn't even call him when Samuel came to anoint one of them as king he had his other sons there but he didn't even make mention of David in obscurity in the backside of a desert was a little shepherd boy whose own dad didn't see the worth in him to call him up to stand with his brothers before the prophet because surely he wouldn't be king some of you feel like you've been in obscurity like you've been overlooked you've been passed by You don't have what it takes. You're not like the others in your family. Jesus sees you today. And he's calling you to come up from that place so that you can fully walk into what he's called you to do. Your alignment for your assignment is necessary. And today, he's calling for you, not your plans, not what you want. Can you lay those down? Can you just lay those down? And can you allow the Spirit of God this morning to give you an exchange this this is really what I have for you this is what I have for you if somebody would have told me as a young girl breaking into a church and preaching to empty pews that my life would have taken the path that it's taken I would have been shocked and yet everything that happens in our lives that seems like opposition he has a way of turning around and working it out for our good Yes, you're struggling with depression. Yes, some of you battle thoughts of suicide. Yes, some of you, your spouse has walked out on you. You're going bankrupt. Your marriage is going to hell in a handbasket. Yes, there's pain in your physical body. But in that place... There is alignment for your soul, for your spirit, for what God has called you to do. And in that place, the grave in your heart will open up and God is going to call your name like he called Lazarus. And you are coming out from that place. I'm telling you, what looks like it's over, that it's dead, that it's done for, that day is coming to a close. And the resurrection power of Jesus Christ that we celebrated last week is calling your name today do you want out of that grave three of you want out we want out of that grave we want out of that grave church because there's something on your life from God that is meant to flourish that is meant to flow the anointing of God in your life needs to flow it is not about what you do so much it is not about all of our plans all of our programs all of these notes the message that I felt like I needed to say it is about bending your knee in his presence and allowing him to draw out those things in your life that are blocking the flow of the anointing of God the anointing of God don't get so hung up on people's flawed characters it will stop the morning of God on your life it will it will it will we have a responsibility as believers to guard what he has given us and I know this morning I know this message is a strong word but I want to remind you that there's hope in this there's hope Because the hope of Jesus Christ, the resurrecting, resurrection power of Jesus Christ that lives within us is meant to come out. It's not meant to be contained. It's meant to come out. It's meant to come out. He's calling you to do something today. It requires your yes. It requires your obedience. This morning, as we were worshiping the Lord, I looked over, I saw this worship team. I saw the Spirit of the Lord on this worship team. And I saw what God wanted to do. And I just want to say to you guys right now, and I don't have to talk talk to you all, but there are songs that are meant to come from this house. There are songs that are meant to be birthed right here. There is something God wants to do on a whole other level that we have been barely tapped into because we get so stuck let the river flow let the river flow you know what unity looks like you know what alignment looks like I cannot remember this Psalms like I said in the first service Pastor Lance will know it but it's like the oil dripping off the beard of Aaron unity unity, alignment for your assignment it's about Jesus it's about the blood it's about the price that he paid your pastors have paid a high price and God is going to give to both of you What you have contended for. It's like a boomerang that you have thrown out. The fact that you let me stand up here and speak when most churches have no regard for women preachers the fact that there's a place that I can call home where I can plant my feet and know that I'm loved and that somebody has my back that is beautiful that is alignment that is alignment and it didn't come easy we had to pay a price but it's been worth it all so I don't know where you're at this morning you may be in a place where God is calling you into a battle to recover something that's been lost If that's you this morning, I'm gonna ask you to be so bold and to stand up on your feet. That's you and you relate with that. Recovery in battle, would you stand up? If you are in a place, thank you, thank you, where you feel that there are things in your life you need to repent of so that restoration can happen. Restoration when something is brought back to its original state. If that's you this morning, would you be so bold And honor Jesus and what he did on the cross, and stand up on your feet so that you don't have to live life stuck anymore. Thank you. If the Spirit of God is calling you to a place of rest from all that looks so good, and you're resisting it because it requires a vulnerability that you don't want to have to face, would you stand up? Would you stand up this morning? stand up yeah thank you father thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit for what you're doing in this place father people want to come up out of the graves we want the anointing of God to flow in our lives we want to see your power and your presence manifest oh God we want to see breakthroughs and victories we want to see it in our own life God father I thank you that you've called us to soar I thank you that you've called us to soar and father I speak right now to every influence from the powers of darkness that would try to murky the waters of our hearts that would try to come in with deceptive thoughts and deceptive seeds. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you that every high thought that that thought that tries to trump itself over the things that Jesus Christ did is exposed and brought down by the blood of Jesus and the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that there is a shift coming in this house. Lord, I thank you that there is a move of your spirit coming to this valley. Father, I thank you that you're getting the saints ready. I thank you that when the doors open up, that there are going to be people coming in here that are going to look rough, that are going to look tough, that are broken, that are wounded, and the Spirit of God is urging us this morning to draw near to Him, to prepare our hearts for the harvest, because He wants to entrust these people to you this morning in your life. Are you ready for them? Are you ready for them? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.